Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about why you should take the risk. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about the danger of Christianity. You know, this past week I taught a class on John the Baptist, and his story pretty thoroughly illustrates that Christians are required to do some things that look risky. You know, John, he stood up for God's righteousness. He stood against sin and he called people to repent, but he pushed one couple, Herod and Herodias, a little too far and they pushed back. Matthew 14 records for us that Herod had laid hold of John and bound him and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because John had said to him, it is not lawful for you to have her. And although he wanted to put him to death, he feared the multitude because they counted him as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday was celebrated, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod. Therefore, he promised with an oath to give her whatever she might ask. And so she, having been prompted by her mother, said, give me John the Baptist's head here on this platter. And the king was sorry. Nevertheless, because of the oaths and because of the ones who sat with him, he commanded it to be given to her. And so he sent and had John beheaded in prison and his head was brought on a platter and given to the girl and she brought it to her mother. You know, this shouldn't have happened. That It's just not right that this happened to John. He shouldn't have died. But his story, it illustrates perfectly that when we stand up for God, when we stand up for his righteousness, when we stand opposed to sin, we put some things at risk. We may risk our money, our families, our friends, even our lives, of course, but that didn't stop John. Fairly easily, he could have just left well enough alone here. He didn't have to rock the boat. Or you know, he could have gone to Herod, could have gone to Herodias too, and said his piece, said, what you're doing is wrong, but then said, that's job well done, and, and, and not brought it up any further, but he didn't do that. He didn't leave well enough alone. He didn't stand up against sin in just one solitary comment. Matthew 14, 4 says, if you translate it literally, John kept on saying to him, it is not lawful for you to have her. You know, it seems that John did this repeatedly and he knew it was dangerous you know on sunday i found this comparison with one of those guys on animal planet who, who rolled up the big poisonous snakes right and there's a, a flashing warning on the screen telling you not to try this at home it's dangerous and eventually if you do it often enough if you pick up snakes often enough and look them in the eyes eventually you will get bit that's the story of John the Baptist. Earlier in Luke 3, we read him say that when people came to him to be baptized, you brood of vipers, he said to them. Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance and do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the ax is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. In Luke 3, 7 through 9. You know, John, he kept picking up snakes. That's what he called them, brood of vipers, and commanding them to repent. And eventually, as was always going to be the case, he got 
bit. His head ended up on a platter. He knew the risks and he refused to back down even an inch. We must know that God calls us to take risks for him. And by definition, those risks, they aren't just uncomfortable. They will cost us a lot to take. Maybe it's just a, a door in the face when you go to invite your neighbor to worship with you, or maybe it's you risk that you die. But when Christ said, pick up your cross and follow me, that wasn't just for strength training. He wanted us to be prepared to hang alongside him when it was required. Now, we should distinguish between foolish risks and godly risk, because clearly there are some risks we just shouldn't take. You know, God has given us the ability to fear so that we know when we're in trouble, just like we can feel pain to know when our bodies are hurt. We shouldn't be ruled by fear, of course. We shouldn't be ruled by pain. But those are God-given indicators to help us navigate life. You know, both godly risks and foolish risks can cause pain or a failure, even death. The degree will vary, but all risks carry those possibilities by definition. And so more than the consequences, we have to look at the positive outcomes to determine if we should take a risk or not. So we have a calculus to determine this. Basically, it's an elaborate pro and con list. For instance, if I bungee off of a tall building, I can look at the potential for injury or loss based on the record of whoever hung the cord for me. If they're good at their job and other people have done this without injury or death, I know my risk is low. But maybe they've had a, a few cords break, two out of every 100. And so that 2% risk of death will play into my decision making. But of course, there's absolutely no reason to take even that very small risk if there's no benefit. And so I think through what good this is going to do for me. Maybe uh, it's just a, a rush of adrenaline. Maybe uh, I've got some peer pressure behind me and I want to make a, a certain impression on someone. And then I weigh the costs and the benefits. You know, personally, I don't know if I take that risk, but let's look at another example. Let's say uh, you want to be a missionary to a country where the gospel is desperately needed. North Korea. You know, open Doors ranks it one of the most oppressive regimes for Christians. Now, imagining a scenario where you could get into the country, you could share your faith. To be fair, that's unlikely. But let's say you can do it. The risk of loss or injury would be incredibly high once you're there. Probably 95 to 99% that you would be found and that you would be punished very harshly. You know, with international pressure, you might be able to escape with your life, but that's certainly not guaranteed. But maybe you aren't in the position of the missionary. Maybe you, 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 because if you're a missionary, you have a reasonable choice to leave, right? Maybe you don't have a choice to leave. Maybe you're just there and you're deciding if you should be a Christian or not. Open Door says that if Christians are discovered there, they're not only deported to labor camps that are killed on the spot, but their families share their fate too. You know, that is a tremendous risk to take, a difficult one. There are people who take that risk every single day. And I imagine the only way they are able to put this in perspective is by looking at the reward guaranteed for those who suffer for God. He gives a peace that transcends understanding and he is caring for the people who take the risk to follow his son in those kinds of evil places. So pray for them to have strength, to have courage, to have comfort, to continue to stand up for God when it would be so much easier not to. But also don't just pray, but learn from their incredible example. Now, of course, in scripture, we see that this takes wisdom and discernment. There are some risks we should take for God, some we shouldn't. 
Both are in scripture. Paul, for example, took lots of risks going to dangerous places and saying dangerous things, but he also escaped from Damascus in a basket and left Thessalonica when the mob formed. We shouldn't always jump into danger when we have the opportunity to do it, even if we think we're doing it for God. But I think we have a tendency to err too far on the side of caution. You know, you know, we see the story of John the Baptist, and we know he understood the risks he was taking every single day. People don't like to be challenged, especially powerful people. And John kept picking up the snakes and telling them to repent. You know, eventually, there is little doubt that he was going to be bit. But he just wouldn't stop taking risks for God. Even when it seems easier to just leave well enough alone, pray to God, study his word, and when you see an open door of opportunity for you to take a risk to shine the light of the gospel into the world, be ready to take it. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down, studying God's word with you next time. Hey there, thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word, and I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people every day with the message of Jesus. Most importantly, though, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.